Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Exciting update. I have a brand new free resource. You all asked for it, so I created it. This is a relationship attachment quiz designed to help you understand your patterns in relationships. You can take this totally free quiz now by going to the link in my Instagram bio at Dr. Morgan Coaching and click attachment quiz. And you all know I love to hear from you. So either screenshot and tag me with your result or send me a DM letting me know your result from the quiz. You guys, this is totally free and this will be helpful to you. So go check it out. Can't wait for you to take the quiz and to share your results. Let's get vulnerable. Let's do this. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. We're here to talk about anxious attachment strategies, specifically activating strategies when you are looking to get a response from your partner or the person you're dating. What do you do? I want to talk about four common strategies that are used. And to be clear, there are so many. So there will probably be some follow-up episodes where I talk about other strategies, but I want to talk about four very common ones. So listen closely for those of you who know that you're anxiously attached or you're have disorganized attachment, or even if you have avoidant attachment tendencies, you can still have anxious tendencies. The reality is, is every attachment style is on a spectrum. So just because maybe you hang out most of the time in avoidant attachment, that doesn't mean that you won't identify with any of the strategies that I'm about to share with you. So let's dive in. I want to talk about four different strategies. So the first one is early on in a relationship, someone who's anxiously attached will want to speed up closeness and bonding. They'll just want to hit the fast forward button. So I like to call this fast forwarding intimacy. That is not a clinical term. (laughs) That is a Dr. Morgan term. (laughs) Fast forwarding intimacy. You know, you want to get to that place where you're in sweatpants and you're watching Netflix on the couch together and you're totally comfortable and safe and bonded. A lot of times for anxious attached folks, this comes from fear of abandonment, fear of things not going well. So the subconscious thought is, okay, well, if I can just get to that place of stability, that place where we are super close and bonded and we're very intimate very quickly, 
I can somehow guarantee that I won't be abandoned. Right? So it's that fast forwarding. And maybe this looks like hanging out for 72 hours straight on your first date. I was guilty of that in the past. I know people who have done that. Or maybe it's you're going on a vacation together with only knowing each other for three weeks, right? Like you're fast forwarding the intimacy. The place that you're at in the relationship does not match up with the level of intimacy. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, this is an interesting one using physical intimacy, physical touch and sex for creating a bond. And this one is sneaky, right? Because for a lot of people, men and women, you haven't yet figured out the amount of investment that sex carries with it. So what the heck do I mean by that? you know, having sex with someone for all of us has a different level of intimacy attached with it. And it's really important to know honestly where you're at, right? So if I'm anxiously attached, what I may want to do, once again, I'm fast forwarding and I'm not really aware of where I'm at in the relationship, all I care about is not being abandoned. I may use physical intimacy and sex as a way to feel more safe in the relationship. So let's say I'm getting to know somebody and I know that I'm not ready to invest at the level of physical intimacy. However, I want safety and security in the relationship If you have anxious attachment, your need for safety is number one, right? So I will let that need for safety override my healthy approach to intimacy. And I will be physically intimate before I'm ready. Because once again, my number one is that feeling of connection and safety. So be very intentional of, am I being physically intimate because I feel ready because I desire closeness or is this out of fear of abandonment and that desire to create a bond before that bond is really ready? Okay. So that was number two. So using intimacy to create safety instead of connection, right? And I want to say that it's not a bad thing, but it's all about the pacing of it, right? That's something that I teach in the program is relationship pacing of the investment and how important that is. Okay, I want to move on to the third one. The third one is, I call this like getting a self-worth fix from others. So this is an anxious attachment strategy of trying to get, you know, activation from your partner, especially if you're with someone who's avoidantly attached, maybe you're in a very triggered place. And sometimes what people do is they will get romantic 
attention from other people. Maybe it's the classic, you know, you post a cute photo and you post it on your story and you look for the, you know, the heart eye emoji response from that one guy who you dated that one time three years ago. Um, you are getting a self-worth fix by doing that, right? Like you're saying, Hey, I'm not getting the needs met in my relationship. I don't feel fully safe in my relationship. Let me go meet those needs over here. And this becomes kind of a gateway experience, if you will. I don't know why I'm using so many drug metaphors, but all of a sudden we are, um, like a gateway experience for, infidelity, for cheating, for going outside of the relationship, right? So, and a lot of times people with anxious attachment, they, they find themselves in a love triangle or what, whatever, because they weren't able to self-soothe and then they weren't able to get their security needs met from their partner. So they're going elsewhere. So this is a really hurtful strategy that I see all the time, all the time, right? Which is why if you are anxiously attached, it's very, very important for you to learn how to move towards secure attachment, to learn how to self-soothe and to learn how to use effective communication in your relationship to get your needs met so that you are not learning to get those needs met elsewhere, right? And this should be an episode. I need to do an episode on cheating and infidelity, and we need to talk about it. It's a very important thing. I have no judgment for it. I simply think that it's an unhelpful coping skill that a lot of us learn in our relationships. So I will do an episode on that. Bookmark it. Let's move on. Let's move on to number four. Here's a common strategy, common strategy. So folks with anxious attachment strategies or sorry, anxious, anxious attachment tendencies will find ways to get frequent reassurance. And this can come from, you know, constant texts, or it can come in lots of creative ways too. Um, a lot of times it'll be, well, Hey, I just called you because I know you had this big thing and you make it all about the person, but why you really called was because you needed reassurance. It can get really sneaky. Maybe it comes in the form of starting a new hobby that your partner likes and you're like, yeah, I know you're into roller skating, so I just went and got some and hey, let's make sure that we spend time together, right? And then their partner's like, oh, that's awesome. Let's do it, da, da, da. But what ends up happening is with anxious attachment, you prioritize getting those, you know, reassurance feelings, the feelings of connection, the feelings of safety, the, the feelings that, hey, my partner and I are good. Things are going great. We're spending time together. You end up prioritizing that above all else, right? And you find ways to get that reassurance. And here's the thing. This can be done in a healthy way. This is, the, this is what good relationships and great relationships are made of is 
healthy ways of getting reassurance needs met so that there's secure attachment. However, with anxious attachment strategies, often the asking for reassurance can become overwhelming to your partner. And that's why as someone with anxious attachment, it's so important for you to learn how to self-soothe, how to co-create security with your partner in a healthy way using effective communication. Okay, this has been an episode that could have gone on and on and on, but you know I like to keep it short, so I'm going to leave it there. And I'm going to remind you once again, if you identify with any of these strategies and you find that no matter what you do, you cannot attract that healthy long-term relationship where you feel securely attached and you feel good about you in a relationship, honestly, that adds energy to your life, that adds value to your life instead of stressing you out. If you're not able to get to that place and you know that you need help in getting there, make sure you go apply to the eight-week Empowered, Secure, and Loved Relationship Coaching Program. The spots are really limited and you can apply using the link in my bio on Instagram. On IG, it's at Dr. Morgan Coaching and the link is there. You'll just click apply now. You'll be able to fill out a quick application. It takes three minutes and then you'll schedule a breakthrough session where you'll talk with myself or my team and we'll go over a customized game plan for you of what it would look like to go through the program and improve your relationships. All right. I appreciate you all. And you know, you know what I'm going to say. As always, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce, And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.